0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Every round, uh, every hour, I should say, on a Monday night at 8 o'clock uh, with Big Ben Francis's uh, WA Awards for the Big Ben Award. Um, that's, that's the working title uh, at the moment. Uh, ben Francis, uh, how stoked were you with that win on the weekend against the Dogs?
0: I, look... It's more the there's more the resilience and the effort that they showed. They once again got off to a bit of a slow start, and then there was the play where they where Pompey lost the ball, and it was ruled no try, and then the Bulldogs scored straight off the scrum. And those are the kind of little moments there, where I'd say the Warriors teams. I'd say you know, under your Nathan Browns, predominantly under your Stephen Kearneys and uh, the previous coaches probably faded away after that, that probably might have been a bit of a, a gut puncher and they might have not recovered. but boy, they, they they just keep showing that fight, which is what I think fans have been begging for for years. and look even if they didn't get the win, I think you probably could have walked away being gone like yeah they had that effort but it would have been disappointing because even though they won it wasn't pretty by by any means but hey you you, you those are the games you need to win if you want to play the, the in the top top eight you have to win those gritty games those ones where they're a bit 50 50 could go either way so
1: yeah well it is right I mean like that, that is one thing that we've seen uh, previously is if the Warriors go eight nil down in a game and um, some sometimes that's it. That's all you need, right? The heads go, um, and it and it blows out, and you, and you know um, that's just the game gone if they if they concede a, a decent lead early. But uh, we didn't see that this time. It's a different different uh, Warriors team in a way.
0: Yeah, well, in, in past years it will kind of just bunch up and it'll just be going through the motions, just get to the kick and maybe throw the odd offload, and it, you just it's just good seeing that they're the, the trying things that. They're making the, those effort plays. They're putting efforts into the tackle. They're looking at putting guys into space. It, there's a lot more work going on. And it's even the guys off the ball as well. The guys off the ball are, are doing a lot of work to try and get in the good positions. And you know, the prime example of that was Adam Fenua-Blake, of course, running, yes. running the best line ever.
1: <laughs> the best line ever, which upset a few Dogs fans.
0: It did. But uh, I was very keen to hear what Graham Annesley had to say about it. So I tuned in to his his weekly press conference and he said that he, he said the right call was made, but he said he can understand why it was divided and he pretty much explained that Fanor Blake did not he was the support runner. So yeah. he had every right to keep doing what he did and he did not veer off. If he had kind of take, taken a step and gone into read Marnie different story. But Marnie I think Marnie had had thought that Fenero Blake had taken the ball because before Fenero Blake hits him, he kind of plants his legs. If he, so, he kind of he's kind of sees him and he's kind of getting ready to tackle him. So I think Marnie had partly committed to Fenero Blake, but as the fact that Fenero Blake ran perfectly straight, there was no deviation from whatsoever. That's why the try was awarded and why it was upheld.
1: Right. So that is uh, that, and and that's a. Uh, You know, often the the type of call that goes against the Warriors, right?
0: Well, they it felt like in the early parts of the game they were getting a few things, like the referee wasn't giving them any, and it was even just the penalties for being inside the 10. And look, every team's inside the 10 every once in a while, but it just seemed like they were just continual going against the Warriors. And those are the things as well where where they kind of drop off because it's just like, it's just not our day. But even though they kind of worked their way back into the match, and then they started getting a few calls, which that is probably a, a, a... A sign of their effort
1: being rewarded. Yeah, 100%. I mean, because there was the, uh, what was it, the Pompey try that, what did Annesley say about that?
0: Look, he was on the, he didn't want to give a conclusive answer because he said, look, it literally, it's one of those calls where it could go on either way because Pompey had his arm out looking for an offload. So that's why. You could say Kikau knocks the ball out. There's one angle where it looks like he's clearly swiping at the ball, but he said he said like it's one of those ones where if it goes up a try, it probably stays a try. The yep. fact it goes up no try, it has to be conclusive to overturn it, and it, as it wasn't conclusive, they have to stick with the on-field decision. So it was one of those ones, a 50-50 call, but you're going to get these in, in, in any sport. You're going to get calls that do divide
1: people, and of course it just depends on what side of the fence you sit on. So, yeah, there's a bloke who hasn't really kicked on yet this year, Filiami Kikau at the Dogs. I've got him in my fantasy team. He's not doing a lot, and he doesn't. he's not cheap. So, t- tell you what, if you play fantasy in RL or Supercoach, buy him this week because I'm going to sell him. and guarantee you'll turn up.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, look, it's just adjusting to a new system. He's, he's got different playmakers there. I know he's been he's played with Matt Burton before, but Burton was predominantly in a centre role, and I'm not 100% sure if they're on the same side of the field. But... he's playing under a different coach, different team. It is is going to take a few weeks for some of these combinations to gel, but the Bulldogs have got good players on paper, but whether they can maintain it for the season and then they can keep up, who knows? But the Bulldogs will definitely look at one that that got away, and Cameron Serraldo summed it up very well after the game. He said, you know, he was asked
1: about what
0: was the difference in that game,
1: and he simply said, Sean Johnson. Mm. That, That was his answer. Uh, Any chance, I know it's only one game, any chance that Sean Johnson... Um, signs a longer deal at the Warriors. Look, and this is actually one of the notes I I made. And well, should we just go through your team then? Because yeah. otherwise, they're going to take take away all your yeah. notes. All no, right. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's let's go through. Because every week Ben goes through and and, and gives the team uh, each member of the team a score out of ten. Uh, doesn't do half points. By the way, if you're going to text in and suggest somebody needs a seven and a half and not a seven, uh, but anyway, here we go. Uh, Chance Nickel clockstad at the back. Uh, back after uh, that head knock. How do you think he went?
0: Yeah, look, I was great. I thought he did well in his, his first game back. Strong bringing the ball back and steady performance. I gave him a seven. Uh, what about Ed Cossey out on the wing? I gave him a seven as well. Uh, he's doing enough, I think, to probably keep Dallin, and this sounds crazy to say, but when Dallin's fit, the way cossi has been going, I, I, I wouldn't drop him just because he hasn't really done a lot wrong. He's he's doing his job, but I can see why you might want a bit more experience in your back line. But I think Kossi's doing well. He gets a 7
1: as well. Viliami Vailia at the
0: centres. Yeah, look, he scored a try in that game. He was I'm not saying he was completely at fault, but I'd say he was made a bit of an error when the Bulldogs scored that first try. But he recovered well, and he gets 7 too. Uh, Adam Pompey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you always say about Adam Pompey? Uh,
0: just another Pompey performance, I guess. And that's the thing, though. You you get moments of... He has he has some good moments, but he just has some absolute brain explosions, and you just think, why? He
1: gets a six. Here's a question for you, and I don't know if he... I'm pretty sure he has at some point, but if Darlan were telling you Zelesniak is back fit and you don't want to drop Ed Cossi, could you play him in the centres? I mean, yeah, you probably could, to be honest, but...
0: You can also play. You can also play fullback, and you think we well, can chance move to the centres. But mm. the thing is, the way Webster is for me, I don't think Webster really wants to change too much in a team that's playing well. If he'll make the changes if need to, but if you've got your team going well and you've got the guys there, you might as well just keep them going. But I don't know how far away
1: Dallin is. Okay, uh, what about Marcelo Montoya on the other one? Yeah, look, he had the play of the
0: game for me when he absolutely steamrolled Kyle Flanagan. That was absolutely <laughs> incredible. You, you could hear the thud. just on on the TV just the uh, I'm trying to think what would I describe it as It, it, it sounded just as good as a baseball hitting a home run like this just has got that nice sound it just had that beautiful sound you're like oh that that was nice mm-hmm. uh, Like he gets a 7 as well he, he's, he's been doing such a good job and I just want to say thanks to the Bulldogs for letting, on, <laughs> letting us have him because he was a guy that came in and people going oh, I don't know but he, he's doing well in the Warriors so far
1: he is uh, Tamari Barton at
0: 6 yeah I'm dishing out a lot of 7s but I kind of touched on before that even though the Warriors won they weren't outstanding so there's a few guys in here, lots of guys who who get a 7. is one of them. I thought he did his role, his role well. Good passing, good on defense again, so he
1: gets a 7. 7, all right. Uh, Sean Johnson.
0: Yeah, look, he is one of three players I gave an 8, which was my highest rating wow. for the week. To me, it was his best game, I would say, since he's been back. And the point I want to touch on, and you mentioned it before as well, is He's proving a lot of people wrong, including myself. We kind of felt that look the way Sean had been playing, maybe he is gonna hang up the boots at the end of the season. He's got one the one year on a steal. They've got Volkman, they've got Luke Metcalf waiting in the wings, but He's, i don't want to say—he's rolling back farther time because he's only thirty-two, but he is—he is playing a lot more like the Sean Johnson when we prior to those ankle injuries, where I felt he really went in his shell. But in saying that, I kind of feel like playing on a winning team and playing in a good environment might be encouraging that. Yeah. Because you look at how the Warriors have been over the last decade; it hasn't been that hasn't. it has been some very very dark times, and hasn't been the best. And I think maybe it's just the environment and maybe he's getting that extra bit of encouragement just to express himself a bit more and that might be part of it. But look, this is going to be very interesting. I think probably more needs to be made about this is what will happen with Sean Johnson? Will he retire? I know his wife is expecting another baby or does he sign another you know, one, two year deal? Who knows? This is, I'm finding this, I think it's going to be a very fascinating story.
1: Yeah, all right, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, like I said, one game doesn't make a season, but uh, if you can keep that up, then maybe it's a conversation they need to have. Uh, let's move to the forward pack, Eden Fenua Blake.
0: Yeah, look, he gets an eight as well, and that's large part because he ran that line which we touched on earlier, just fantastic. Great try
1: assist. Yeah, massive. Uh, Freddie Lussick, of course, uh, no Wade Egan, and um, you know I did wonder where, how much of a miss Wade Egan would be this weekend gone, especially against the Dogs when they've got Reed Barney.
0: Yeah, look, Freddie,
1: he's a good backup option, but
0: he's definitely no Wade Egan. I gave him a six. It's very hard because, to me, Freddie Lussick is more of a uh, a playmaker that will run the ball a bit more, while Wade Egan is a bit more of a try to put others into into gaps, into space, and a bit more of a hard man on defence. So, look, I, I he gets a six, but uh, the Warriors probably did miss Wade Egan.
1: OK, uh, what about Bunty Four? He... Uh, Didn't play a lot last week. He didn't play a lot last week. He didn't play all too much more this week. I just gave him a six. Okay, all right. Uh, We'll go to Jackson Ford. Um, First game back again, another guy who's who's been out with a head knock.
0: Yeah, to me he was a little bit rusty, to be honest, but that could just be you know working his way back, and I gave him a six.
1: Morata Niakore is uh, second-row partner.
0: Yeah, look, his uh, 100th NRL game, it was, to me, that was his best game in the Warriors so far. He gets a 7. OK, uh, and what about Tohu Harris? Yeah, look, this one was pretty hard, and I had to give him a 6. And it, it feels bad for saying this, but he didn't play the majority of the second half. I think he played 48 minutes all up, and I don't think he ran the ball probably as much as he usually did as well. Yeah. So look, he gets a 6, which is unfortunate, but he's still he's still leading, leading the race for
1: the Wild wards, so... So he's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the bench then. Uh, Dylan Walker.
0: Uh, he had to seven. I really like Dylan Walker. He played three positions out in the field there in his time on the field, and he, he obviously makes an impact wherever he goes.
1: He does. He does. Uh, uh, what about Surinan? <laughs> Can I say another Pompey performance, or is that getting too old? <laughs> no, away you go. Uh, Jazz Tavanga.
0: Yeah, I'm really, really impressed with Jazz Tavanga. To me, He's really starting to hit his potential, and he's been very. He he hasn't been giving away those silly penalties and things like we've seen in the past with Jazz, which I I'm really I'm really happy with, and I think that he's probably got his role settled because when he came in he was initially a backup hooker, and then he was kind of getting thrown around all over the place. And I've expressed my views on him playing hooker. I want him far away from playing hooker as possible, and that's only because I feel that his talents are wasted if we play him a hooker so he's finally getting these chances he's playing different positions as well but whatever they're doing it's working for him so just they just need to keep it up
1: okay and then uh, tom ale
0: yeah look tom ale is playing more minutes he's building quite nicely i gave him a six uh just wanted to add at the end look there probably will be a couple of changes in the team this week i highly doubt tohu would play yeah, because so, he got a
1: knee injury, didn't he?
0: Yeah, they haven't confirmed what it is, but he's had two ACLs, and so I'd assume that a man who's done both his ACLs would know when he's hurt his knee. Yeah, uh, I think the initial reports is it's an MCL. So, look how the Warriors do their back backline or their forward back of their forward scrum pack. You know what I'm trying to
1: say, Ricardo? Well, that's got to be Jazz at thirteen, doesn't it?
0: Well, that's what I was wondering. But Jazz is doing so well off the bench do they just keep him off on the bench and do they put Josh Curran? Yeah, where was Josh this week? So Josh Curran was the 18th man and I know there has been a bit of talk around him and uh, I think Richard Agar, the assistant coach, was on with Smithy last week and he was asked a question about that and he was talking about there's probably a few things that Josh needed to work on and that's what Webster's told him And he was playing New South Wales Cup, which I think could be valid. But I also think that maybe part of it could be maybe he didn't come back into the season in the best shape. Maybe, the course, he had the off-field incident at the at the club um, yeah. in, in Australia I think he, he allegedly uh, punch someone in the face and maybe that kind of hindered things and maybe the, the drama around that because I know he deleted his social medias and things like that so, so that could have probably had a bit of an impact on him and he's just, just hasn't come back probably the best yeah so Webster's probably just given him a little bit more time to get back into it and then hopefully who, who knows but I would that's what I would anticipate whether they name uh Karen at 13, or they do put Jazz there. But I think Jazz is doing so well off the bench, you have to keep him on the bench.
1: All right. OK, there you go. That is uh, uh, your uh, Big Ben Waz weightings, or ratings, I should say, uh, for the, the Big Ben medal. Uh, who's leading that race at the moment, actually?
0: Uh, I have Tohu on 34 points, of okay. uh, course I'm doing them out of 10 every week and yeah. Tohu kind of impacted by that six this week and I think off the top of my head when I was looking at my list before, I think Dylan Walker's second, No, oh, okay. I think he's got 29 but oh. I'll, have to go, I'll have to go ask the Bunker and who knows, The Bunker might rule me out for a forward pass or a miscalculation <laughs> or something. Can tell? So. Who can tell in this game?